podcast that takes the somewhat difficult task of writing and tries to make it just a little bit easier. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. So, Melissa, how's the writing coming? Uh, Fast and furious. Uh, I am in, like, the sprint mode of my writing days right now. That's great. Yeah. Ask me how my writing's going. (laughs) How is your writing going? Badly. (laughs) I am not. (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I got to a point where I just didn't want to. Like, I was forcing myself to do it. I was like, come on, go. You got to write this thing. And uh, I was like, you know what? I think I might be getting burned out. Oh, yes. It's a familiar feeling. (laughs) Yeah, it happens. It happens a lot. You know, and yeah, there's all the quarantine stuff going on, but I don't think it's necessarily that. But I I was getting burned out. I was starting to not enjoy this thing I loved. What do you think was causing it? Do you think it was the project itself or something else? I think a couple of things. Um, First of all, yeah, there is some quarantine stuff. Um, It's been kind of stressful. I have to, I've got kids in school and the whole Remote learning thing has been tricky, and so that's been causing some stress. Um, this project particularly is really difficult. It's the first time I've ever tried and tried to write a mystery. It's not the first. I, I've tried this project a couple times. This is actually like my third shot at it. Um, so there's that voice in my head going, well, if you can't get this now, you're never gonna, and you probably won't. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I tend to be kind of a eh, bit of a perfectionist, bit of a, uh, I ask a lot of myself and I, I want to be the kind of person who like really works hard, really buckles down, but that's just not how I work. You know, I, I have ADHD, it's been acting up, la la la. So I was just, just in this place where it was like, this sucks. I hate it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to walk away. I'm just going to take a break. I'm, I'm not giving up writing, but I'm going to walk away and, and let it kind of just chill out for a little bit. Just take care of myself. I'm very proud of myself for that. Yeah. You should be. I'm also very nervous. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, don't be nervous. You should be proud. It's it's a hard thing to do. I've definitely been there a couple of times where I've walked away from writing for, you know, anywhere from two to four months or more of just like oh, wow. needing to prioritize other things and um, getting burnout. Like, especially after we completed the MFA program, I thought like yeah I'm ready I'm gonna publish all these things that I've got all this time and I hit a wall almost instantly and like did not write for a good like four or five months and I was beating myself up the first few months of like Mm -hmm. I should be doing this why am I not doing this I'm not meant to be a writer because I can't like get focused Mm -hmm. and a lot of it was realizing that it's okay to take a break taking a break is not the same thing as quitting and I had to like understand that fundamentally that I needed the time to recover from all the work and energy and focus that I had put in put during the MFA program the grad school program I had to recharge before I could start a new project see I don't think I've ever gone this long like unless I'm on vacation like if I went on a vacation I would always bring my computer but I wouldn't write maybe once you know I just because I'd be having fun I'm on vacation but besides that, it's part of my daily routine. You know, it's part of, it's a schedule. And so I always did it. Now, sometimes, you know, I would go there and I wouldn't do anything. But this whole, you know, it was a routine. And I, I kind of prided myself on that. I was like, yeah, look at me. But, uh, but yeah, it was just getting harder and harder and no fun and no fun. 
And uh, so, yeah, it is a little scary to walk away because I'm afraid I'll never come back. And I'm a little spacey. I, you know, it's that ADD part of me that just goes La, off to the next thing. Um, but I, I basically my plan is this. I'm going to take the rest of May off just completely. And in June, I'm going to start, like, dipping my toe in a little bit, like just a limited amount of time. Um, I'm also going to start... I've been reading a lot. I'm going to start watching movies around the era of when this book is set. Just try to, you know, re refill the tank a little bit. But I, I'm taking a break. I'm drawing. I'm reading. Trying to relax a little bit. Um, and so far, I don't miss it. Well, that's. I feel so like far. when you're <laughs> when you're burnt out, you don't miss it, right? Like because you're you're being yeah. drawn to this. Like I can't do this piece right now, and. Um, I feel like I had a friend who lost a parent and went through this and because they were going through grief and they didn't connect it fully yeah. to, I can't write, but they were like, I can't write. <laughs> like I'm blocked. And yeah. it's like everything, every time I try to do it, I get like anxiety and frustration or I'm not enjoying it and it feels so forced. And they're like, I just needed time and space to um, like recover but I think the interesting mm -hmm. thing about that was when they, when she came back to writing, like the advice that so many people gave her was stop focusing on a big project, right? Like just go back to yeah. the love of writing, just write whatever like speaks to you that day and that moment and allow yourself to explore because it could also be it's not the right time to tell that particular story. That's a good point. I think what I have to do is I, I have to remember how to write just for me. And not write to please an audience uh, or an agent or a publisher or anything like that. I think I started to get into that. Because as I'm researching, well, how do mysteries work, right? Like, okay, how do I do this? Then I start getting a picture in my head of, well, here's the right way to do it. Mm -hmm. This is correct. And then anything that isn't that is not correct. And I want to be correct. And, you know, but you, first of all, even if it is that situation, you can't get there right away. You have to be wrong for a while. That's how anything works. Um, so I think I was starting to get tied up in that with that new thing. And yeah, and I haven't taken, like I said, I have not taken a break since, uh, I mean, a significant break of more than maybe a week or two uh, since, well, before, before I started school. So uh, 20, let's see, 2014. Fourteen is when I started. I'm like, if you have to count the years, that's way too long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I'm I like, I take haven't... breaks every other month. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. So I think I need a break. I'm gonna, you know, I, 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 but I, yeah. So, and one thing that really helped me was that I listened to a podcast. Now here I am, you know, pimping another podcast, but she's not making any more. So I think it's okay. We're not gonna lose people with this. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, a little. So Elizabeth Gilbert, you know, she wrote Eat, Pray, Love, and she also wrote this great book called Big Magic, which we're going to talk about a little bit more later. Um, she had a podcast called Magic Lessons, you know, based on the book, where she would help people who had creative problems and talk to them and help them get through them. And I had started to listen, but, you know, they weren't, nothing was really speaking to me, so I'm like, ah, whatever. But I went and took a listen, and there was one where this woman uh, had written a book and it was very successful. She, she'd been a lawyer, and then she quit her job, and I'm going to write this book. And she wrote the book, and it got published. And then she's trying to write the second book, and totally blocked. And uh, what Liz told her to do was basically what I'm doing. is She said, take a month off, no writing at all. 
and then the next month write for an hour only and that's it. Um, and by the end of that, you're going to love it again. You know, you'll, you'll feel better about it. And then she talked to Neil Gaiman. <laughs> so I was like, well, I think I want to know what he has to say. And yeah, he said, oh, yeah, that happens to me all the time. That's absolutely it. And he had some really great things to say, like how he had, after like his third or fourth book, talked to Gene Wolfe, who's the, um, was a, a very great science fiction writer, um, and said, I think I'm getting the hang of this. And Gene's like, no, you don't ever, you don't know how to write a novel. You're, everyone's figuring out everyone differently. It's all, you can't, no, you have no idea what you're talking about. And then it came to the point of, of just saying, you know, we're going to write a book that isn't very good. You know, just, just, I want you to, to commit yourself to writing a book that isn't, isn't very good. And that takes the pressure off. So that's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to follow that, those wise lessons and uh, write a book that isn't very good. And I think that'll help me have a little more fun with it and enjoy myself and be able to express myself because I've gotten rid of the trying to please someone external and now I'm just trying to please myself. And that's, that's hopefully what I'm going to do. And that, that's a normal part of the process I'm given to understand. Yes. <laughs> that's so important. I want like our listeners to hear that, that it is a normal part of the process that everybody at every level goes through this. Um, because that's so comforting, at least to me, and reassuring that like even somebody who's made hundreds of thousands of dollars or million has fans all over the world, they still go through this and they still get burnout. They still fall out of love with their work. They still need breaks. And that's not, it's not a failure. It's not that you're going to never write again. It's just, you need space and time. It's okay. Yeah. There's a lot of mythology around that, around successful people do nothing but the thing 24 seven. And that's how they succeed. And it's just not true. Oh, no, not at all. It's crazy. Well, that feels good. Yeah. And I think even non-writers, so I'm thinking about, I think it was Bill Gates who does the Think Week. And he basically takes a okay. week, leaves his wife, <laughs> leaves the company, and he would go into seclusion and read like 30 books in one week. He's a, he's a voracious reader. But he would just give himself space to like read and think. And that became part of his process because he's like, I need the time to recharge. And if I'm only focused on executing and doing the activity, I don't have time to be creative. I don't have time to make connections between things. So it's like, even though you're not writing, that recovery is important because it's where you make connections. It's where you have experiences. It's where you get inspired. And then you can bring that back into your writing. So I like to think of it as like, yes, you're stepping away, but it's not... Rest does not mean you're not accomplishing something. Like rest is purposeful in and of itself. And there is a benefit to rest. Oh, that's so good. That's such an important thing to remember. It's an important thing for me to hear uh, personally, but also I think for everyone else too, is just to remember you got you to take care of yourself. And it's not, yeah, you, you, we like to think that people are only successful through, you know, grit and toughness and, and, mm -hmm discipline and you know there are there's a time for that but not always it's not constant you, you you'll hurt yourself you know if i was an athlete i'd have you know this is an injury i have an injury i i uh tore my creative acl from overwork and now i need to uh let it heal yep all right well the other thing that i want to mention is we we're talking about that book uh big magic by elizabeth gilbert what we're going to start doing is doing a, a read-along of that book uh, we're going to start, we'll read chapters together and talk about the chapters that we read. 
Um, and if you want to read along, you can too. Do we have a schedule for this? We do not. No, but we're going to mention it. Um, when we have a schedule, we'll uh, publicize that schedule in some way, probably on this podcast, I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and other places too. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll start talking about that book. It's it's a really great, great book about creativity, um, about the creative process and, and keeping the juices flowing. As you, you know, heard me say now that uh, Elizabeth Gilbert certainly is a very wise person in these ways. Um, and uh, you should also listen to that particular episode of the podcast, uh, uh, Magic Lessons. Um, it's it's called The Dream and the Nightmare at Once or something like that. Uh, we'll, we'll post a link in the show notes. So that one was really helpful. Um, so yeah, so if you want, if you have that book, great. If you want to read along with us, maybe pick up a copy. Uh, I would say go to your local library, but don't just... Just buy a copy, I guess. I don't know. Get on the e. And, you can um, get the ebook. You can get on the list for the ebook from your library. Ebook. Yeah. There you go. That's a good idea. <laughs> and uh, that's great. So I think that's all we have to say for today. I I'm certainly not going to go off and write, but I am going to go off and draw a little bit. Yay. And you've got writing to do. I've got writing. <laughs> all right. Well, then I'll let you get back to it. Everybody, remember that writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. See you next time. Bye, everyone.